Hi everyone, welcome back to our podcast Leaders of Tomorrow. Today I'm Vidushi and I will be basically giving you a recap of a few recent developments that have been happening around the sustainable development sphere. So, this is our first episode as part of our good news series. So, I hope you enjoy it. Um the first piece of news we have for today is that California legislature legislatures passed an ambitious state climate package. Six bills were passed which will require the state to become carbon neutral by 2045, produce 90% of its electricity from clean sources by 2035, create safety zones around wells near homes and draft rules for carbon capture technology. Second, the first 100 100% hydrogen passenger trains are now running in Germany. The company LNVG plans to completely transition away from diesel. Around half of Europe's train lines have been electrified, and hydrogen fuel trains offer an alternative where electricity can be too costly or complicated. Hydrogen is stored on the roof of the train and combines with oxygen to make power, emitting only water vapor. Third, we have. A startup is building tiny homes with recycled plastic. Azure Printed Homes uses a range of recycled plastic to 3D print 180 square foot spaces at a low cost. While they are currently selling to homeowners and short-term rental developers, they are in talks with groups that want to build homes for people experiencing homelessness. Um and the fourth piece of news we have is a court blocked oil exploration of South Africa's wild coast. Shell planned to shoot sound waves towards the seabed, a process used for oil exploration. A judge struck down the permit finding that the companies had failed to meaningfully engage with indig- indigenous tribes and take into account the affected communities' ancestral beliefs and cultural pa- practices towards the environment. <clears throat> the fifth one is that the world's largest offshore wind farm is now fully operational. The Hornsey 2 project, 55 miles off the coast of Yorkshire, is now fully running and can generate enough electricity to power about 1.3 million homes. That's enough for a city the size of Manchester. The nearby Dogo Bank wind farm, which will be able to power 6 million homes is expected to be running next year. Moving on to the sixth, we have EPA to designate P- PFAs or forever chemicals as hazardous. While it doesn't ban the chemicals which are found in everything from drinking water to furniture, it requires companies to assess and report the gov- to the government when the chemicals seep into water or soil. and could make companies responsible for any cleanup costs. Seventh, California to ban sales of new gas only cars by 2035. The regulation will phase out the sale of new gasoline powered trucks, cars and SUVs in the nation's most populated state, culminating in a total ban of new sales of the vehicles by 2035. Eighth, France is banning fossil fuel ads. The new law which takes effect which takes effect in 2023 will stop ads for energy products that involve oil, 
coal and hydrogen containing carbons with a punishment that includes fines between 20000 euros and 100000 euros for those who break the rules Indonesia plans to expand protection of its seas Indonesia will expand its marine protected area coverage to 125000 square miles by the end of this decade and triple that coverage by 2045 the conservation areas will not only serve as fish spawning grounds, but intend to also absorb carbon emissions. Eighth, new rec record for renewable energy investment. Global investment in renewables reached rec record levels over the first half of 2022, hitting an all-time high of, of $226 billion dollars. 11% higher than during the first six months of last year. Despite the headwinds presented by ongoing cost inflation and supply challenges, demand for clean energy sources has never been higher. And the last piece of news we have for today is, is that a lot of awareness has recently been spread regarding Pakistan regarding environmental justice in the past week. And this is because of the recent headlines regarding the flooding happening in Pakistan. Pakistan contributes less than 1% of global emissions, and yet its people are drowning because of climate change. Experts are calling this injustice climate apartheid. Despite its minimal emission rate, Pakistan is ranked eighth out of the top 10 countries most vulnerable to climate change. These countries include Puerto Rico, Myanmar, Haiti, Philippines, Mozambique, Bangladesh, etc. And the interesting part about these countries is that they are predominantly non-European and have low GDPs. Eastern nations are left impoverished and unequipped to develop climate change protections. Plus, their geographical location makes them vulnerable to the West's environmental destruction. As a result, developing nations suffer 75% of the damage of the climate crisis, even though they only cause only 10% of CO2 emissions. And Pakistan is a prime example of this. <clears throat> Because of the Western world's climate abuse, more than 1,300 Pakistanis have died in the floods, 458 of them being children. The floods have damaged 17,566 schools nationwide, and 128,000 pregnant women in Pakistan are struggling to receive urgent care. More than 33 million people have been affected by the climate crisis, and now more and more effort is being contributed by several people to make sure that the innocent victims of climate apartheid have enough sources to survive.